You know I love the uh, the new game is the Immaculate Grid. I'm just having difficulty with uh, Cubs, who also played for Washington or Miami, or Angels that Starling also played. Castro? Yeah? For a Cub, Marlin? Can you guess my... I had a Met uh, National, a Met who also played for Washington. Jake. And he used to work for the ticket. Oh, okay. Fair. Because I met him when he was a Met. Mike Bassick, former intern. Got it. Uh, anyway. Um, oh, so, yeah, I love these once-a-day once game things. You know, I mean, everyone knows, Jake. If you know me for five minutes, you know I do Wordle in the morning. I know you look down upon me for this, but you do have to admit there's many millions of people that are just like me. Yeah, you're the outlier, yeah, no, I think. No, see, I think you're... The outlier is the guy who doesn't play games on their phone. You're heavily projecting here because I don't look down on you at all. You're shaking your head and you just look like you have I a just, disgusting... I just don't want any part of it. Okay, well, that's okay, but, you, but, but I don't look down on you. You do what you want, man. That's what I'm about. Cut it off if you want. I don't care. Yeah. Do your thing. Um... So, because way, of uh, because of Wordle, Ty's not here. Oh, yeah. no, Ty. Thanks, Sam. This guy in his vacation. Who is this guy? Kevin Landrum oh, works uh, no, on the not weekends. Kevin no, not Kevin Landrum. Baldy. <laughs> Hi, Baldy. <laughs> Who's the one that wears stars gear every time? That's Baldy. That's me. All right, With the stars hat on right now. That's they say right. that's the only way to tell you two apart. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, it doesn't hurt at all. Like DNA has them as ninety nine point nine nine. Like they're the exactly Terminators the same looking over. Like the only way to tell. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, Wordle's fun. Ham many years ago inter- introduced us to uh, Hurdle, where you get to listen to a little second of a song and then try to identify it. What fun that is! Uh, looking down on him, and then Blake came up with uh, another brilliant idea, Turtle, which turtle. is Ticket Hurdle. So he'll play a tiny bit of something that happened on the ticket in the past, and you need to guess. Let's play today's Ticket Hurdle. Yeah. I had to go a little deeper Boy, because you guys were deep. complaining about how easy this game was yesterday. Well, Jake will complain on you. I'm kind of the Here it is easy going. Would you like another clue? I think we need another clue. Probably going to have to go. Yeah, give me another. Oh. Oh, this oh. is uh, this is Gabby Urinator. This is Skolib Dip. What are you talking about? Oh, son of a bee. <laughs> what is it? This son is... Son of a bee. It's a 1920s reporter guy. That's uh, him talking, him being Gribble, talking to uh, Nate. Nate who? The PR guy. Okay, play the whole thing. Uh, our power play late in the game let us down, and I thought our first eight or nine minutes we didn't we weren't very strong beginning of the game. Other than that, we pretty uh, pretty good after that. Nate didn't work for Gretzky, did Start of the game was not great, and okay. the... Uh, Late power plays were, uh, were horrible, and so we have to dress it and be ready to play on Thursday. Jeff, how do you think the uh, Zebras called the show? Do you okay. think they, uh, did the cats meow, or did they give your boys the business? What? 
need any updates on that. Mm. What are you talking about? What kind of question is that? Just ask them about the officials. Yeah, did they do a good job? So you gotta ask the right question. Sorry, sorry, no. You gotta ask the proper question. Oh, it's not your proper question. I was just asking how he thought the officials called the game. Whether they did say that, how the officials call the game. Oh, oh, see you later. Okay, okay. So what that is? Yeah. For those who don't know, that's 1920s reporter guy. It's one of the great bits ever on the ticket. It's uh, it's where Tom Gribble, who used to work at the ticket. Uh, would uh, go up to very famous people, or maybe it would be in a press conference setting, and just use a 1920s reporter guy voice, uh, and then just ask a normal sports question about the game or whatever. And uh, for some reason, some media handlers, uh, PR people, had a huge, huge problem with it. And look here, joining us now is Tom Hello, hello, Henson. Author, whoa, sound like a guy who got up real early today. <laughs> you did text us at like four fifty. I did. Good morning. See, Let's. I knew that. I knew that was a hockey confrontation, but I did confuse Ov and the great one. I was dragging a little bit walking in here. But then when I saw Tom had a sandwich that had integrity, it made me feel better. <laughs> My sandwich just fell apart. <laughs> okay. Oh, the Maple Deli. We're mixing so many uh, bits here now. But, Tom, let's just focus on the one. 1920s reporter guy, one of the great bits of all time. Uh, I was with you when you did your first one. That was the first one we played it. That was with Gretzky. That's right. Got pulled out of the uh, press gangbang. I remember you... Preparing, reading it over and over, telling me to look at the script, and making notes, and you're like, "All right, I'll, uh, I'm gonna do that after this game." <laughs> and the problem that you created for yourself there was you raised the bar way too high. Your first victim of 1920s reporter guy is Wayne Gretzky, legend. So now you can't go get uh, tied Delandria after that, right? You just <laughs> right. You have to. Oh wow, a, a huge name. Nothing else would impress us. So now you have to go after Ovechkin, Tom Brady, Belichick. Uh, you could only go after greats because doing it to a spare is nothing. Who would care? So Our, many people have suggested, hey, why don't you get this person? Why get that? They're very gettable. Like, yeah, but no one would care. I also just love the uh, portion of the creative process that is, let's have Dan review this as if he's going to be like a little too extreme. Tom. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 I uh I've been asked for help before and I think it's probably just to enable them. Sure. Right? Like Blake, be, can we play this in the open? <laughs> yeah, I absolutely think we can. Yeah. Um anyway, the reason Tom is here. Ooh, I need the mini uh Get the mini plug. That's right. Ham? It's not him. <laughs> Look, I'm like Hendrix. I can play this. <laughs> Just plug it in, please. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my face. Oh, my I wonder if it sounds different if I rub it on different parts uh, of my body. Nothing's changed. It's awesome. Uh, <laughs> Tom now is still, uh, in his words, unfortunately, a member of the Cumulus Nation. <laughs> Not my words at all. And uh, Cumulus Station. <laughs> Tom Gribble denies that uh, comment. Um. And he works now for our country music uh, sister, KSCS, as part of the Hawkeye and Mishrod in the Morning Show. Is that what mm-hmm. we call it? 
Yeah, Hawkeye in the morning, but Hawkeye and Michelle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. For sure. And yep. you. <laughs> and me. And Tom. <laughs> Parenthetically. Yes. And Tom. <laughs> is, lower, is all lowercase. Is the uh, second date update, that's their signature bit, right? Yeah, it's big time. Mm-hmm. Like, is it hard to do? It feels like yeah. that would be hard to get one every day. Yeah. But the ladies at my barber shop love second date updates. Yeah, it's a, we do too. Yeah. It's a very good bit. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's extremely hard. Yeah. It's, you gotta, you gotta, uh, make your way through a whole bunch of dates that are not up to standard. And people who don't want to cooperate. You don't just you put, to, put them all on the air, you're saying? You, you don't actually put them have all to, on okay. Yeah. Um, that's just the biz though, Dan. Yeah, you, gotta, <laughs> you, you know, understand. <laughs> you don't put every Homer call out there. That's right. Not every play-by-play call gets into Homer call. Uh, these days, anything we do gets on the air. We have so much, so <laughs> Everything. Little. So Tom did a new. That's what they look at. <laughs> Everything. Tom did a new 1920s reporter guy. So you're, you've taken this over to, to whatever. <laughs> KSCS. Oh, they they don't have like a. They're not called the wolf. I, I need like new, an animal. Or uh, else I can't. New country. New Maybe country. Three. Okay. Right. Um. Do I? Do you want to set this up? Yeah. On Saturday, John Kuzak was in town. He was hosting a screening of Say Anything, his movie with uh, Irony Sky. You ever see in that? 1989. Me? Yeah. No. It's got the famous scene with him standing outside of her house. With a boombox? I'm aware of that. And yesterday was his birthday. Yes. Um, So I did have what was pointed out to me to be a pretty serious oversight. I've never been a fan of his, Mm -hmm. but he was in Con Air. Now, I think that Mm -hmm. was like the least Cusack role he ever had, or he wasn't just some mealy-mouthed, you know, sad sack lover. But... I will admit I, I left that out yesterday on his birthday. I'd like to stop down the show and have a 15-minute debate about Hot Tub Time Machine, but <laughs> Tom Gribble <laughs> yeah. is here in studio with a brand-new 1920s reporter. Yeah, guy. fair. So Saturday he's at uh, Fair Park Music Hall doing this screening, and after the screening of the movie, he opens it up to questions and answers from the audience. So Hawkeye and I thought, oh, well, this is an opportunity to uh, jump, have uh, Scoops Callahan come back Even to on life. a Saturday. This is how much this guy cares about radio. <laughs> even on a Saturday. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm a grinder. All right, so shall we play it? And what makes it even better, Hawkeye and Michelle, after this whole decision was made for uh, Scoops Callahan to show up, they got asked to moderate the whole thing. So Hawkeye is on stage with Kuzak, and Michelle has the microphone in front of me. Is he saying Cusack weird? I've always said John Cusack, but okay, I've never. You just want to say, are you trying to drop in coos? You're not allowed to do that on the. Anyway, (laughs) here we go. All right, play it now. Go ahead. All right. Scoops Callahan from ninety six three. John, welcome to Big D. Far from it, far from it, yeah. Scoops Callahan here. What did he say? Uh, excuse me, but are you Chinese or something like that, right? You can't, it's hard, it's hard to make out some of this from his end because the acoustics in there are, are pretty rough. Yeah, okay. From Dallas there, John. As the cats meow with the silver screen in the ballyhoo and golden age of the talkies, which of the biggest butter and egg men of the roaring twenties 
Do you think all the bees knees like yourself? Douglas Fairbanks, Buster Keaton, or that funny little tramp, Charlie Chaplin? Do you have a translator? <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Do you Can have I, a translator? Yeah, no, oh, okay. That's right. They're the bees knees just like you, sir. I can't understand what he's saying either. Who you like the best? Yes. Well, I think that's between Buster King, Charlie Chaplin, and Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Well, certainly, I think probably Buster King and Charlie Chaplin. That's copacetic. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Scoops Callahan. Nervous Michelle. <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Does she understand where you've done that? That's the thing. This was not. This wasn't a high danger. No. Uh, no. situation. This isn't, wasn't nearly your best work. No, they were nervous though, being the moderators. So somehow they would be held responsible. Right. Like, would their, ha- his handler be mad? Like, <laughs> cause you've dealt with Nate Yule from the Washington Capitals. Oh, yeah. He never, sure. uh, Hawkeye's, Hawkeye's a beloved guy. And, uh, used to everybody throwing roses at him, but, uh, <laughs> Tom is used to, being ejected, the bullets yes, flying. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's being Why removed. Are you from... Yelling, you're a foot from me. Right. Okay, so can we hear some? Obviously, well, Mickelson's. We we're trying to figure out, um, and certainly this to to put it in this uh, form sucks, but I'll do it anyway. Uh, a uh, a Mount Rushmore <laughs> of Tom Gribble, um, 1920s reporter guys, reporters guy. Anyway, Mickelson. I have Peyton Manning. Champ, champ. Was the key to winning today's tournament uh, bringing out the old Billy Baru and sinking those putts like a Tommy gun on Valentine's Day? Why are you yelling? You're a foot from me. <laughs> Scoops Callahan from the ticket here, Phil. Congratulations. Thank you, Scoops. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it, was a, it was a fun round, and to, to birdie the last hole to win by one was an awesome feeling. Scoops. Thank you, champ. Shot from the trees. We're, we're oh, like, see, there's always then the real sports guy that wants to ask a. Uh, <laughs> what case. about that shot on oh the Joe Trahan? Yeah, Trahan jumps in. Yep. Um, <laughs> but that also wasn't high danger. It's it's definitely high comedy. Well, and, a little bit because I heard he was really angry the day before. He didn't do well, and he yeah, but he just took won it that, out on the media. He just did. won the tournament, but he had won yeah a million yeah, so, dollars on that last hole. Yeah, so whatever's happening is good. But I've always been a big fan of the high danger. Like <laughs> I know you have. <laughs> yes, you my have. very favorite one probably is Peyton Manning. I don't know if we can find that, but before oh, if yeah, hold on, because at the time this happened, so Peyton Manning had never won a Super Bowl. And that was as we do with sports, right? It's the knock against him is, ah, he can put up a lot of stats. He can win some games. No rings. He doesn't have what it takes. <laughs> and in this particular year, the Cowboys weren't even that great as I remember, but it was Bill Parcells was the coach. Peyton Manning and the Colts come in here. They're either 10 or 11 and 0. So it's typical. He's doing great. The team is doing great, but. Here's a big game, certainly nationally televised. It's against the Cowboys. The spotlight is on you. And then he lost. They failed to this team that's not as good as them. And it just seemed like more of the, ah, see, anytime the spotlight is up, yep. Peyton Manning can't win. Same old Peyton. And now this isn't a press conference either. This is in the locker room. So you've got uh, 50 reporters crowded around. They're shoving their arms out with their recording devices, trying to get every word that Peyton says. And Tom has to work his way in there with all of these serious... I need a serious answer on what happened on third and five. 
What happened on that pass that got uh, intercepted? Peyton, what does this say about the team's ability to succeed? Down yeah, everybody's low-talking. Yeah. And then this guy shows up. And I don't think Peyton responds to you with anything but a steely, cold yeah. stare. A scowl, yes. And the rest of the media will fall in line behind the superstar. If the superstar is like, ha, ha, that's fun. Every the rest of the media, oh, oh yeah, we're into this too. Uh but no, if if they're if he's pissed at you, the rest of the media is pissed at you. <laughs> Here's Tom Gribble many years ago with Peyton Manning. Hopefully be a better football team uh, for Philly next week. Champ, champ, the uh, Dallas defense gave your boys the twenty three skidoo all night long. What were they doing to play like the cat's pajamas? How okay, so obviously that was taken just from our show because you heard Donovan giggling in the background. Uh, and then, yes, hey Peyton, yes, a reporter ready to go right to a sports question. And what you yeah. can't see is the Colts media relations guy on the far side of the locker room making his way around Scurrying. the press. Yeah, to come over to confront me. Did you escape? I escaped because okay. I didn't want him taking my uh, phone. Or... You were confronted on your very first one with Gretzky. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. yeah. Do so we have Gretzky? Oh, we played that, We played right? that, yeah. We played right. that. Um, and then another favorite. Now, it's not high danger, but I think uh, one of the more famous ones, right? Uh, obviously, Popovich has been fun because the TNT guys will pick up on that and comment on you. But uh, we think the final ever question in a press conference to perhaps the greatest NBA coach of all time was asked by you. Mm-hmm. And That's true. it was after a terrible, uh, one of the worst games he's probably ever coached, right? The Mother's Day Massacre. 2011, the Lakers, who were... Pretty much the favorites to maybe even go repeat again. Sure. Uh, they the had won two titles there. in a row. Yeah. Until they come to Dallas. They're down 3 nothing. yes. Then on Mother's Day, a Sunday, they uh, they just get throttled. The Mavs win by 40 or something like that. And then he's answering questions, uh, and, and this was the last game of his career it would turn out to be. I don't know that we knew that beforehand. But uh, here, that's uh, here's 1920s reporter guy. Champ, champ, being a Hall of Famer like the legendary Bonnie, Marty, Mike, Cedron, and having more rings than Douglas Fairbanks, even has Oscars, Bingo. you have to ultimately take a lot of pride in knowing that you and your Cajun career were nothing but the bee's knees. Amen. <laughs> Thank you very much. See, if he treated it lightly, the the media laughs. That's right. Yeah, that's right. If uh, If Belichick gives you a one-word next... The media also is ready to move on from this clown who is <laughs> making a mockery of what we do here. Boy, you might uh, you might owe some mailbox money to the family of Douglas Fairbanks too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> clearly just ask Jeeves. Twenty celebrities, right? Uh, feels like Douglas Fairbanks was, was in fact the bee's knees. He was a major now. player. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, way to go. Thank you. I'm glad I was finally able to get a new one in there. In the hopper. It's been a while. That's right. Well, you got Ezekiel Duran just down the <laughs> down I thirty. I'm gonna grab him sometime. That'd be awesome. Well, thanks, Tom Flakeboy Gribble. You want to promote you. anything? Uh, yeah. In fact, uh, we're gonna have Jonah Heim on uh, the show on our show, Hawkeye in the Morning, at eight ten tomorrow. Call him the Heim Man. Let's say it real fast, will you? <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll do that. Do you think he'll do? Hawkeye will do that for us. I doubt it. All right. I seriously doubt it. 
All right. Well, <laughs> tune in to Jonah Heim. That's right. That seems like a... Uh, and tomorrow, we're going to have uh, Lori, Lori Morgan on the show. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. <laughs>